Hello, good evening, and welcome to Learning Not to Hate Yourself with me, your host, John Lillick. Uh, thank you once again for coming in and sitting down with us tonight. Joining me today once again is everyone's favorite executive producer of this podcast, Chelsea Martin. Hello. Chelsea, welcome back to studio. It's nice to have a guest again. I was getting pretty lonely over here by myself behind the microphone. Nice nice to be with you. I'm glad. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so again, everyone, welcomes, greetings. Thank you for sticking with us. Salutations. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so last episode was uh, just me kind of dumping everything I was feeling at that moment uh, out onto a microphone and seeing where it got me. Um, and it was something I needed to do, uh, something I'm glad I did, even if the end result was maybe not the most entertaining thing that it could have been. But hey, uh, you get what you pay for, and this is free. <laughs> so... Expectations should be set where they currently are. I enjoyed it. I'm glad somebody had to. I sure didn't. Um, uh, I'm going to apologize again this episode, listeners. If you're listening, you can probably tell already I am sick once again. Um, I've been feeling pretty crappy the last couple of days, and it's probably going to affect <laughs> how much I can actually do tonight just because talking hurts, and that's no fun. But we're here anyway, and it's going to be high energy and fun and exciting. And look at how high energy we are. Woo, look at us. This is You're going to be on the edge of your seats. You, <laughs> you don't pay full ticket price because you'll only need the edge. Again, this is free, though, so don't worry about that. Don't worry about paying anything for anything. Uh-oh. It will always, this podcast will always be free unless it stops being free. But you can send us money. If you wanted to, yeah, absolutely. I don't know how you Donations would do that. Donations are greatly accepted. I mean, I'm uh, sh- PayPal? I'm sure there's a way I could set that up. No, I'm not going to start shilling for my Bitcoin. audience just, just <laughs> quite yet. So, um... Because I've been sick, I haven't really been in the mood to work on anything podcast related in the last little while, so I don't really have anything prepared. We have a little bit prepared. We have a little bit, but I don't have any of the usual stuff, so we're not going to have any uh, articles or anything because I haven't been reading very much because I haven't been able to see out of my eyes what with the illness. But you can see out of other things? I mean... I haven't been able to see out of my eyes. I haven't. (laughs) It is very poetic when you say it like that. (laughs) I'm such a good wordsmith. Yeah, by sure. accident. Um, but yeah, what Chelsea and I worked on is we are still banging away at the list of questions that we are trying to form, a list of 100, that hopefully will end with us having a very simple and direct way to find out what makes a human being a human being mm-hmm. and what makes a person a person and why their personality is the way it is. So I think up to this point we had 35, Four questions. 36. 36? Yeah. Okay. So now we're up to a grand total of 59, and that was just over the last couple of days, so I think we're doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're over halfway there, so hopefully by episode 20 of this podcast, we'll have a full 100 questions, and then I can really get things going. Did we... Uh, we went over 36, right? Uh, Did we? I don't remember. I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's start with that one then. Okay. Mr. Lilick. Lilik. Um, who would play you in a movie? I don't know. Good well, question. That, that, don't ask like you've never heard it before. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, but he's dead. What? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just think he was an amazing actor, and I think that would be really funny. But the... Uh, no. Uh, 
Who would play me in a movie? John Cusack. All right. Or Joan Cusack. <laughs> One or the other. One or the other. They're pretty interchangeable. I mean... <laughs> no, it would be John Cusack and, and then Joan Cusack would play my sister. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah, but it, but it would be like John Cusack now playing like a 15-year-old version of me. <laughs> right, yeah. And they'd have to do that thing where they like CGI a person into being younger. That's funny. <laughs> like in Tron Legacy. I didn't see that. You should. It's a really good movie. Is it though? They yeah. had to CGI someone's face. Yeah, they made... Uh, What's his name? The guy. Yeah, the dude. The one with the face. <laughs> no, literally the dude. Here, wait, I'm gonna look it up. It's like Jeff Bridges. They had Oh, to, literally the dude. Yeah, they had to they had to make Jeff Bridges look young because well, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but things happen in that movie where it's a sequel to the original Tron. Right. Um, but it's set, you know, twenty years after that movie. Um, but there is a younger version of Jeff Bridges in the Tron world and it's the first example, I think, mainstream that I've seen of that technology of taking someone's face and throw like completely doing a 3D model of it, um, and then throwing it in a computer and and mapping them to make them look younger, and you can still tell because uh, I mean CGI has gotten really good, but it's not anywhere near perfect. Um, so when you look at young Jeff Bridges, you're like, well, that's still a computer man, but it's pretty good. It, it's good enough. To make you kind of forget sometimes in certain scenes, it won't be quite so prominent. They did a similar thing to Tony Stark in the latest Captain America movie where they made Robert Downey Jr. look like he was 16 years old. Uh, and that was I just thought that creepy. was just a weird actor no it was it was just them CGIing Robert Downey Jr. to look like he was 16 and it was really creepy he looked That's like Ferris up. Bueller yeah a little bit <laughs> um, I kind of picture like Jay Baruchel I think that I think that he would in Jay, my Jay Baruchel yeah who's that Um, he's he's Canadian okay he was in um, knocked up. He oh in, yeah, yeah, yeah. He w- w- he has like the the maple leaf tattoo. Right. I okay. Yeah, I can see that. We're both kind of gangly and awkward. <laughs> so that, and charming. Yeah, that would work. What was the name of the show he was in when he was a kid? It was like him. Oh, Popular Mechanics. Popular Mechanics for, for kids. kids. Yeah. That's so fucking good. Yeah, with Alicia Cuthbert. Oh, Alicia Cuthbert. <laughs> That's so weird. I had a big crush on her. I had a crush on him. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Popular Mechanics. You know how to pick them. Yeah, clearly. Okay, 37. Um, what is the worst insult you've ever received? I feel like that one's a bit of a thinker. I mean, I'm sure there's some terrible shit. I I just remember the gist of, of, of everything. I don't remember, like, actual. Well, not all of them. I don't know if there's one thing. Like, in recent memory, the worst thing that's been happening is people telling me to smile more and, like, asking me why I'm not happier. And that's not like an insult necessarily. And I get that they're not trying to insult me, but I find it very... I'd be pissed. I I, I find it very insulting just because, I don't know. Like, who are they to tell you well, it's, what it's, facial expressions it's the whole, you need it's the whole to like have? clinical depression thing. And, and I shouldn't be upset about it because there's no way that they could know that. John, if you have resting bitch face, then you have resting bitch face. I guess so, yeah. Just, like, you know what I mean? Like, who are they to tell you what your face need to, needs to look like? Well. <laughs> it's not like you're sitting there with sour face. 
I try not to. I try to. I try to be better about it. Um, just because I realize I live in a world that isn't just me inside of it. You should just bare your teeth all the time. <laughs> <laughs> See if they like it that way. Uh, well, you told me to smile more. This is how I smile. <laughs> I, I. <laughs> it reminds me of um. So like, I can't force myself to smile necessarily. I can kind of do it, but it looks really weird, and it. It looks fake. It really showed its ugly head when I was getting some dental work done. Um, and, of course, the dentist I had was this really cute young girl. And that's not the way you want to, like, interact with attractive people is, like, having them stare into your rotten mouth for a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, it's not, like, the best way to put your best foot forward, <laughs> I guess. Um, and once she was done the work, she was like, okay, give me a smile. And I tried really hard to do it but my my like but you can well my like my lips just started like shaking really bad like i had Tourette's or something Aww. and 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 she was like oh my god are you okay and i was like no i'm sorry i just i i can't force myself to smile and she's like i'm so i'm so sorry and she felt really bad for me like she just realized that this person doesn't know how to smile and that was like a profound thing for her and i was like uh, i'm sorry it's I not that you don't know how to smile <laughs> or that i wasn't physically capable of doing it and then i don't know i guess she equated that to not being able to be happy and it's like i mean i can see how you would jump from that to that and i felt really bad for her and i was like i'll i'll try better next time what the fuck <laughs> yeah but that's not really it's so like people have called me you know faggot and stuff like that but i don't even like that stuff doesn't phase me really um yeah I can't think of anything really terrible that someone is actively, I mean, as a kid, yeah, like you, you go to high school or, or middle school mostly and people are terrible and it's like, that always sucks. Yeah. It's like they just figured out what words mean. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And they'll just say anything and those were really hurtful, but like that's so far in the past, I can't think of anything really specific Okay, that really like shook me to my core. Well, what about, um, what are your What's your Desert Island movie? Um, like one movie that you have to watch forever. Uh, um, John Wick? No, a movie on how to survive on a desert island. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that? Can you name it? Uh, the Gods Must Be Crazy. I don't know. No, uh, Castaway. Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with Autumn Shank. Autumn Shank. Oh, um, No, my, like just for viewing pleasure, something that makes me happy is... Um, the original Christopher Reeve Superman movie, just because it's such a nostalgic thing for me. It's like my favorite film ever. It's not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I can't look at that movie and not feel some sense of peace and happiness um, just because I have such fond memories of it as a kid. And then also, even today, I, I still have that same exact feeling from it. Like I've I've watched that movie dozens of times front to back because every time I see it on TV, I will sit through the whole fucking thing. doesn't matter what else I have to do that day. Right. If the Superman movie is on, on like TBS or something, they're just showing it. Even if there's terrible commercials in between it, I will sit through that whole movie. There's something about films made in that time period, the way they look and the way they sound. All the feels. Like, yeah, there, there's, it, there are a couple other movies that have the same kind of feel to them. Um, like the Poseidon Adventure kind of has the same feel. It feels like they used the same cameras maybe for it. Um, th- it's got this weird kind of very soft, grainy texture to it mm-hmm. that is in contrast to modern movies that are very sharp and like crisp. And you've got, you know, 
crazy resolutions and frame rates and things like that. And then the sound work in that movie brings me back to my childhood. So that's the movie I would I would take with me on a VHS tape. I will accept it. <laughs> this one's a little more fun. I'm skipping one. I'm just going to one that I think okay. kind of flows a little better. Who would you want to do the recording of your of your audiobook or of your uh, autobiography? Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, Morgan Freeman. Um, I don't know why you would want that. Uh, John Benjamin. Oh my God! And I want I want Archer to to do do my my autobiography. I think I think John Benjamin has one of the most amazing voices in the industry. Uh, it's a shame that he only ever gets to do the one voice because that's all people want him to do. Yeah, but it's so good. Well, I mean, it took me so long starting to watch Bob's Burgers to be able to not, stop, not thinking, see Archer. Yeah. stop thinking about Archer. And then they did that crossover and yeah, I was like, was God really damn good. it, everything I worked so hard for. It was really good. <laughs> oh, I love that. Show. I love that show. I love both those shows. Um, but yeah, I would get John Benjamin to do it because I think it would just be so fucking smooth and good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not a surprise. I would probably get Tina Fey. Cool. I think I like I listened to like I read Bossy Pants and then mm-hmm. I also listened to her reading Bossy Pants. Oh, she did the audiobook. Yeah, one. she did the audiobook and it was so much better because it just sounds like it's just her telling a story. Right. right? Yeah. Um, so it was cool. It kind of sounded like her own podcast. What's the name of the guy who does the the Planet Earth documentary series on BBC? I don't know his name, but that guy because he like narrates the world. OK, it's pretty cool. I don't know. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name either. I, I mean, I could Google it, but I'm I don't, not yeah, gonna. we're not we're now we're not going to be a fact checking podcast. <laughs> um, okay. Unless I'm by myself, and then I can have huge pauses that I edit out, and I look at things on Wiki, and then I sound really smart. <laughs> <laughs> not that I would ever you do that. You always sound listener, but smart. Well, not always, but not always. You try. I do try. You're a smart dude. Who who do you want to read your eulogy? Probably also John Benjamin. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like I think that's a solid answer. I think answer. it's the same. I think it's the same. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll accept it, I guess. What is something that's okay when you do it, but not okay when other people do it? For instance, today we had, uh, we, we were out at Walmart and I did the whole, oh, there's not a price on this. It must be free. But like at my job, when anybody says that, I just want to punch them in the face. Yeah, it's really annoying. But it's o- but it's okay when I do it because I'm not saying it to like an employee. I'm just saying it out loud to myself because I'm like, I'm so funny, but not really because I know it's really obnoxious, but I'm still going to say it every time. Like first degree murder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I would probably have a really good reason. So I should get away with it. Right. Uh, No, I kind of have double standards for myself. So like I will see things that people do that are really scumbaggy. But then if I did it, I'd be like, well, no, I, but I want the thing. So it's okay. Right. They don't want it as much as I do. But like what? Uh, Specific. Like uh, I heard this one recently, like people will... (laughs) There was this like whole thing where some GameStop employee got fired because on the launch of the, uh, I think the Wii U or something, I don't know what console it was, 
Um, he like snuck five of his friends into the into the store uh, early to pick up five Wii U's that hadn't been pre-ordered. Oh, and which, he got fired for that? Well, it, they, they were taking stuff out of... People were waiting in line for four and a half days oh. for this fucking thing. So, so yeah, he got fired for that because someone yeah, okay. reported him about it. Well, days, uh, yeah. But if I had a friend that would do that for me, I would totally do it. Because <laughs> fuck those people. Yeah, seriously. If, I mean, like, you got the new Wii U. So. If it was a thing that I really wanted, I mean, I wouldn't do that for uh, most consoles, I don't think. But I mean, like, like honestly, that person working at EB Games or GameStop or whatever. Same thing. Is it? Whatever. They're literally um, owned by the same company. Uh, Electronics Boutique, for our American listeners, is the Canadian version of GameStop. Um, and it used to be Electronics Boutique. Now it's EB Games um, because they got... <laughs> you sounded like you were going through puberty there. <sighs> I'm sick, okay? You can't, <laughs> you can't point that out. I can and I will. Okay, this is one of those things is that you can't point out when I my voice cracks, but I'm totally going to point out when you make stupid things when i make stupid things look again sick that's not 100 percent. all right all right <laughs> um but yeah electronics boutique is now eb games which is owned by the, the parent company of gamestop whose name i can't remember it might just be gamestop i don't know well it's probably just someone like i mean honestly i would totally do that if i wasn't like a manager if it was just like a like i'm working part-time retail and they're making me work this shitty event like fuck yeah i'm gonna bring everyone in like who gives a shit it's a fucked up thing (laughs) but people do it all the time i mean if you have friends in those stores you can probably get stuff easier but i mean nowadays that doesn't really happen anymore um if you want it bad enough, you've probably pre-ordered it. And if you didn't pre-order it, then you can wait for the second run or whatever. That's what's happening with the Nintendo Switch is that they've already sold out the whatever number of copies. Right. Apparently, not to get too into this, but apparently they're only... And I haven't been able to verify this, but I heard that they're only shipping like 3 million units worldwide on launch day for that thing. That sounds a little dumb. It sounds really, really low. So that means if you're doing 3 million units worldwide, a million of that is probably Japan itself, which means you have 2 million units for the rest of the world. So that means North America maybe gets 500,000 units. Yeah. So, like, yeah, if you didn't pre-order that shit the day that it went up, you're not getting it first run. Then um, you fucked. I, I talked to the people at the EB close to my place, and, and they were like, yeah, no, we sold out within minutes of opening the doors on that first day. People were calling in and people were lined up outside just to do the pre-orders. And we, the, the store's supposed to get like a couple extra units on top of their um, pre-orders. But yeah, like if you don't have a pre-order in that line day one, then there's probably no point in you actually standing in that line. And if they're decent people, they'll tell you how many units they actually have on hand. But I've been there before when people have, have gotten told that, um, sorry, we're out of stock of whatever this product is and everyone beyond this point isn't going to get one and <laughs> sorry you waited in sucks. line for four hours but yeah. uh yeah go I, fuck I, yourself. I, i've seen that on, on like big game launches when i used to go do the midnight launches which i don't do anymore because it's fucking dumb yeah um sounds dumb when i had the time to do that kind of thing but i don't anymore so it, it sounds dumb it's 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 an experience that everyone that. who's into video games should do at least once in their life because you get to stand in line with a bunch of people who are there for the exact same reason you are. And maybe the people you're you know what standing that sounds next like? to are cool. That sounds like going to a goddamn movie and waiting for it to open or waiting in line at a grocery store. Oh, hey, you eat food. I eat food, too. 
That's exactly well, what that sounds like it's, to me. Okay, but it's a bunch of nerds who probably don't get outside much and don't socialize as much as everyone else doing a semi-social activity and maybe they can talk to each other about the thing that they're interested they in. They socialize online. That's not the same and you know it. <laughs> don't give me that bullshit. Uh, sum up the entire race in three words or less. We did this yesterday. Yeah, what did I say? I'm going to see if you can come up with it. Yeah. Well, the only thing I can think of is sorry for the inconvenience. But that's a, a quote from a book. <laughs> um, this shit is, no. Mine yesterday was really, really fucked. Yeah. I can't remember what I said. What did I say? I'm not going to tell you. Well, then I'm just going to have silence in the podcast for a while. I don't, I can't I don't remember what it was. I can't fucking remember. Damn. We'll come up with something. What about... Um, Fuck you guys. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> uh, not completely wasted. All right. I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> I, uh, the judges approve. Um, what's the most... What is the most <laughs> uplifting or positive thing happening in the world right now? Bill Nye the Science Guy is going to have a new TV show on Netflix. I'm so excited. Bill, Bill, Bill. And I think that's exactly what I need right now. Because um, when I when I get really bummed out about everything uh, that's going on right now in terms of the war that is being waged on the scientific community at large by people who would rather buy houses in Malibu than accept that um, climate change is a thing, I can't think of anyone who is kind of more in the spotlight and a bigger advocate for um, the clim- human climate, race, climate <laughs> science. Yeah, and the human race is a large uh, than Bill Nye the Science Guy, and his show was so pivotal, pivotal in kind of forming who I am as a person that another one of those. It's like fucking a man, especially as an adult. It's like yeah, this. Like as a as a kid, we all kind of joked around and whatever. But I would smack anybody who says that on the inside they didn't love watching that. When Absolutely. That, when that fucking cart rolled in with the TV, we all got excited. I don't think anyone could have realized how important that show was, um, even to us as kids back then. Like it probably when I was little, I was just like, oh, this is a really neat thing that I really like, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I love watching it, and it's funny and entertaining, and maybe I learned something at the end of it. But now, as an adult, when I look back on that show, like it was really, really important, and for for a lot of reasons. Because science before then, I was interested in it, but the only avenue I had for it was school, and that wasn't fun because the science teachers I had when I was really young were not interesting. Um, and granted, we were doing really basic stuff. Like it was, it was. Well, yeah, you're a kid. It was a kid. Yeah, you're you're doing middle school science, which now by comparison seems so like trivial um but he really like that show really went into stuff that we just weren't learning in school at least not in that way and they also didn't talk down to you about it like they 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 talked to an audience that they were assuming was on the same level as them and i mean yeah they knew they were talking to kids mostly so they they did what they could with that but at no point did they like 
ever feel the need to talk down to you or dumb it down. It was like, no, this is the hard science. This is what we know. Yeah. Here's, here's what you should know about these subjects. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure some of that stuff is outdated now and like doesn't hold true because science is always evolving. But I think that show still has value to it. And I don't even know where you could find it these days. I'm sure it's online somewhere. There's probably a YouTube channel that just uploaded the entire fucking series. Probably. Um, um, one thing that I really loved as a kid that one day when I was sick in high school, um, I watched again and it still was like, huh, interesting. The Magic School Bus. Yeah. Fuck. Like I. They're also making a new Magic School Bus. Oh my God. It's going to be live action. I think. What? I think it's going to be live action. I'm not 100% on that. Don't quote oh, me on it. Oh, is there going to be a kid and then he's going to be Carlos and they're going to be like, <laughs> Carlos. Because that was so. that was the best part. It might it might be a new animated series, actually. I'm not 100% on that. I thought it was really cool that they would go inside the body and they'd show you all yeah. the different, you know, all the different parts. And there was one where like that ginger kid was sick and they went inside of of his body and they showed all the mucus and all the things. Oh, it was really gross and cool. And as a kid and as an adult, I approve. And I would totally watch that shit with my future kids. <laughs> I, I liked the episode where they shrunk down um, to a microscopic scale and went inside like everyone? a textbook. Okay. <laughs> uh, and they were like, there was a, a picture of a baseball diamond in a physics book. And they started to try and play baseball on the paper but because they were so small they explained that the surface area underneath their feet became super viscous and did not have any friction to it so they were just sliding around like it was ice that's and that's what i that's where i first learned about super viscosity and what that meant and there was cool there was one where they went into the ocean and they talked about tuna and how tuna is farmed and all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff and that was really cool yeah they've done pretty much everything in that show but yeah yeah it'll be cool to see a new a new age of Hollywood getting behind science again because they realized that a lot of those people like Neil deGrasse Tyson and they're needed. They are because you have to have them on talk shows and you have to have them in the spotlight because they're new celebrities and their scientists are a new kind of celebrity that hasn't ever been as popular as they are or as kind of focal pointed in the media as they are Um, really in any time in history before we had, I mean, yeah, you had Carl Sagan, you had people like that who who did that circuit back in the day, but now we have so many outlets for that. People have podcasts, um, TV shows. They show up on Bill Maher all the time. Mm-hmm. And now that the government of the United States is actively fighting those people, like literally suppressing them, uh, it seems like Hollywood has taken a turn to protect them, and I think that's fucking awesome. And so now we're getting all these really great science shows. Uh, and we're trying to celebrate it instead of be scared of it. That's pretty great. I'm happy about it. I am too. If you were given an envelope with the time and date of your death, would you open it? Of course I would. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> Why? Because then I have odds of stopping it. <laughs> you have what? What? Odds of stopping it. Yeah. Knowledge like second is, second timeline. Knowledge is power. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to create a second timeline so I can watch myself <laughs> die in the first one and then be like, nope. And then I'll be like Jet Li in the one. And when the other one dies, I'll gain his powers. Okay. And then I'll go to all the other different dimensions and kill each of myself until I become the one. That's not a bad, uh, it's not a bad plan. It's a good movie. <laughs> um, what lies do you tell yourself most often? That I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, Anything else? Uh, 
that I'll do that tomorrow. Oh yeah. It's like procrastination totally. is my is my big problem with myself right now. So just just the lie that like oh, you know, I I didn't have time for this thing today, so tomorrow will be different. And sometimes tomorrow is different. Sometimes tomorrow is the day that I do it, but more often than not, I, I find some something else to do or some other reason why I couldn't or shouldn't do this thing right now. Um, and sometimes I get sick for like a month <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then sucks. I stop wanting to do anything. Um, Understandably, during anybody. Yeah, but here we are on the podcast. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> you wanted to stop and I wouldn't let you. Yeah. It's true. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, what are some opportunities that you have passed up on that you regret? Uh, when I was a kid, my dad took me to the Winnipeg Armory to sign up to be a cadet. A um, cadet? Yeah. The cadets, which is <laughs> the, I'm sure the Americans have something similar to the cadets. Probably. Um, it's basically the uh, a junior program for the Canadian Air Force where you learn military basics, um, marching, you know. That scares me. That kind of thing. See little um, child robots. Uh, I mean, uh, that kind of structure has some value sometimes. Um I, for a long time, when I, I was thinking about what I'm going to do with my life, I wanted to join the military, but then I kind of quickly realized that there's no way I would even survive basic training because I'm so out of shape and like my body is such a shit bag um, that I just, I wouldn't survive that. So it wasn't really a possibility, but it's something that's always been in the back of my head of something that I probably should have done right out of high school or right when I turned 18 is just join the military. I'm so glad you didn't. Uh, I don't know. I think my life would have been very different if I had I'd done that. I mean, obviously it would be, but I think it would have been a positive thing if I had, if I'd managed to make it through. Um, but maybe it would have been a terrible negative thing. It's a kind of a crapshoot. Um, but, but the cadets was something that like, you know, yeah, there's military structure and all that kind of stuff and, and whatever. Um, it was the planes. Yeah. Like eventually you get to, to learn how to, um, fly gliders and you get a pilot's license to fly gliders and then you actually go and do that. Uh, and I've always like one of the earliest things I wanted to do when I was a kid is I wanted to be a pilot. Like that was the first dream job that I had. Well, the second dream job I had um, was to was to be a pilot. What was the first? Uh, paleontologist. Like Ross. Mm, cooler than Ross. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, he does end up with Rachel, so I guess he's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ever really watch Friends. Like I know so much about it, but. I've watched episodes here and there, but I've never like sat down and watched a season. I didn't, I didn't, I like, I didn't get the whole like friends, the biggest TV show ever. And it's so dated. Like you could like now for for sure for the people who go back and watch it now who are fans of it, who've been watching it since it started airing, then like, yeah, it's always going to be, it's always going to have a special place in your heart. But for everybody else who grew up in that era and watch an episode here or there and then you go back to watch it now that it's all on netflix it's like holy shit i kind of find i feel the same way about seinfeld like it never really clicked with me but people are like yeah it's the best comedy program ever made it's like the best sitcom ever made i'm like i i just don't think it's that funny um it's i don't think it's for me honestly uh but but yeah friends also was never something i was terribly into but i i know all the references and i know all the pop culture (laughs) behind it and everything like that um, but yeah, uh, I, I regretted not joining cadets. Like I went to the, the first day of it, the basic thing. 
And then they started doing all the marching and I was like, this is dumb. I'm not going to follow right. orders and stuff like that. Like I'm such a rebel rouser and I hate authority so much. There's no way <laughs> I could actually do this. You march to the beat of your own drum. Yeah, but it, but it would have been it would have been the path to actually following one of my dreams and I didn't do that. Um, and that's disappointing now that I'm an adult and I realize that obviously, but as a kid... But you have new dreams. I do. They're just not as cool as being a pilot. <laughs> pilots, um, pilots, pilots. Pilots, pilots. <laughs> I, I was going to say something and then I was like, that doesn't sound like a nice thing to say. <laughs> I was going to say that pilots seem to all turn out to be alcoholics, but... It's a stressful job, weird hours. Yeah. I don't think I would have been an airline pilot. I would have been, you know... Fighter jets. Oh, God, no. Helicopter? Yeah. Helicopters are cool. But they're not planes. Mm. Planes are cooler than helicopters. What don't let it, Don't let anybody... Just like commercial? It. Yeah, I, w- I would do small cargo stuff or private... Um, private jets. Yeah, private jets, private kind of like transportation... Uh, just coast to coast. I I know you're gonna, you're gonna fly wheezy around. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, <laughs> if he paid me enough, I would, and I wouldn't let him in the fucking cockpit. I would just stay there the whole time. Be like, oh, you guys do whatever you're gonna do. Just don't fucking break anything. I'll get you to where you need to go, or we'll all die. One of those two things. Yeah, which do you prefer? <laughs> Honestly, doing the world a favor, but whatever. Yes. Yeah, well, I don't mean that, young wheezy. You're a talented man. I I mean it. Um. <laughs> What are your relationship deal breakers? First romantic and then platonic. Like people who like Kevin James movies. I could never y- yeah. I could never date or be friends with someone who enjoys a Kevin James movie. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> that's probably a good policy to have. <laughs> like even ironically, they're not like films that I would willingly sit through to be like, "Oh, we can have a laugh at this." It's like, "No. No, this is this is offensive to all of my senses at the same time, <laughs> uh, including taste. And I, I just, yeah, I couldn't do that. Um, someone who like denied evolution was real and yeah. not, not even as like a religious stance as like, well, I mean, I guess if it was a religious stance, I would also not be okay with that. But, but just, <laughs> just someone who wasn't capable of kind of being reasonable that would be a deal breaker in a relationship. I can I can put up with a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. It just if if I have no like grounding with this person, like their their reality is so far from what I understand to be true. Uh, then how do I have conversations with them about anything? How do I take anything they say seriously? How do I how do I just you know live day to day knowing that the person in my bed is like. Yeah, dinosaurs walked the earth 10,000 years ago. Well, maybe they're hot. Maybe they're really hot. And maybe I'm okay with that. <laughs> you have to be smart or ridiculously hot. It's one of the two. Can't be both. Well, that's what Mabim Bam says, <laughs> right? Our our sweet brothers. Our sweet, sweet brothers. Our, our sweet, sweet brothers always say. It really depends on how attractive yeah, you are. <laughs> like most of the questions come down to... Are you how, hot? How hot are you? Are you hot? If you are, it's a different answer. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you are, then go right ahead. Do it. And that's my brother, my brother, and me. 
ladies and gentlemen, if you guys want to go check that out, it's another podcast that Chelsea and I both listen to. Arguably one of our favorites. One of our favorites. I, I got onto it recently and then I, I forced her to listen to it and, uh, and now I'm I hooked. haven't stopped since. <laughs> it's real good. And they just had a TV show come out on CISO, which we can't watch legally because it doesn't appear in Canada. But they aired the first episode. They did on air Facebook. the first episode on Facebook Live. Um, and so now oh, we real good. have to watch that show. We can't not watch that show, so... That was so teasing. It was. Like, why would you make it available for everybody to see? If you're going to shake your ass in front of everyone like that, you got to understand <laughs> some people are going to try and grab it. Yeah, well... Uh. Whether or not they do that legally, that's that's your fault now. Oh, dear. That's, <laughs> that's a different conversation. <laughs> Sometimes you got to take what you want. That's <laughs> Depends how hot you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Full circle. Um, some of my deal breakers, just in general. Um, I should really be asking you some questions. You can do what you'd like. I turn them off, but I should just be asking you the same questions that you're asking me. Okay. Because it feels so one-sided and rude of me to not do that. Well, we can... I'm sorry. This is how it's always been, though. I know. Um, deal breakers for me, someone who has a really bad laugh mm. like if it's just like a hyena mm-hmm. laugh or like super obnoxious like i like to laugh and if i have to listen to that every time oh my god no yeah the, see this is something i could live with if it was the right person if it was like everything else was like 10 out of 10 like personality wise and we clicked and all, we had all the stuff yeah. that we needed and she was totally <laughs> my type and everything like that but she had a really terrible laugh i could probably look past it at least for a couple of years. <laughs> for uh, the first little bit. For the first little while. Yeah. Um, but you're probably right is that it would eventually become a thing that wouldn't be acceptable anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's like those, it's the little things. They really add up. Yeah. No kidding. Um, also, hmm. I had a funny one and then I totally forgot it. And that's a real bummer. Really big nipples. Yeah? Uh-huh. No. It's a deal breaker. I don't care. I don't care about body stuff. Like, like whatever. Uh, I mean, like I'm not, I don't find all people attractive equally, obviously, but I don't I like weird body stuff. I don't know. I've got weird body stuff. I don't care about that junk. So that's not a deal breaker for me. It's mostly personality stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Personality and intelligence. People who all, okay. This is what, for someone that I actually know, they are the, they brag about how much money they make. Yeah. And then are super, super cheap and will not pay, like, chip in <laughs> for anything. Like, if we order pizza or whatever, it's always like, oh, can I get you next time? I don't have any money. Like, bullshit, you don't have any money. You just <laughs> brag to us about how much money you have. Come on. I need to drink water, everyone. I'm sorry. I can edit this out, though, so you don't have to listen to me drink water. Oh, oh, I heard the click. I saw the click. And we're back. <laughs> uh, any more questions? Oh, we're we're only on um forty seven. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, we've still got like at, like twelve more. Okay, I thought that was most of it. All right. No. Fire away. All right. What is the craziest thing you have ever done, and would you do it again? I've lived a very sheltered life, everyone. Um, I haven't really done a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, 
I mean, we used to climb up stuff and jump off them when we were kids. Or when we were kids when I was younger. Um, and that it escalated to like really tall stuff like water towers and things like that. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah. Would you do it again? Probably. All right. Water towers are cool. Peer pressure? Not even. I Like it doesn't... Peer pressure has never really affected me. Um, I just enjoy doing dumb shit occasionally. Um, but... But I stay inside a lot, so I don't get opportunities to do dumb shit very much. Um, the dumbest thing I've ever done, or the craziest thing. It's the craziest done, thing, the craziest but I would thing. also accept the dumbest thing. I mean, it's hand in hand, right? A little bit, yeah. Uh, Try to think. Have you ever skinny dipped? No. I don't even know where people go to do that. Cause yeah, where nobody like would Like in Winnipeg, you can't swim in the river. You'd go at night, I guess. I mean, you just can't swim in the river at all because it's poisonous. Well, yeah, you're going to die. Yeah, like you can't. <gasps> Maybe we could be X-Men. <laughs> Maybe we just get like small bits of the Red River like injected into our veins. <laughs> or you could just eat feces. I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> Probably mean, both the same would work. Thing. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I remember. <laughs> I just had a really funny thought. Uh, if you eat poop, like, <laughs> and then uh-huh. you poop it out. Yeah. <laughs> It's poop poop. <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever said. It was a really funny <laughs> thought. Chelsea, thanks for coming on the podcast for You're the last welcome. time for the last time. <laughs> it's uh, a shame that you won't be able to be here anymore. Yeah, we'll see. It's because of all the poop. <laughs> uh, oh god. Um but yeah, I remember um I had a boss once at one of my other jobs uh before from what I'm doing now who wasn't from Winnipeg and he asked me about the river and he's like, do people like, like swim in it? I'm like, huh, no. Unless they want to die. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, the river's fine as long as you don't drink it, touch it or stare at it for too long. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's a fucking sewage dump. Just, he's like, well, don't people like go boating on it? I'm like, yeah, they do. <laughs> that doesn't mean that they, they should. They sure shouldn't, but they yeah. do. People fish out of it too. I assume oh, they eat some of those catfish that come idea. out of there. We got and the we, boots. Yeah, like I mean, uh, severed hands. Yeah, all the corpses. Yeah, the boots still have the feet in them. Um, yeah, I know, you, I've never like I've never like gone skinny dipping. I've never. That wasn't a question on the list. I, I know. I was I, trying to think. I, of I'm dumb trying to things. think of dumb things. I've never, I've never done hard drugs. I've never done. You've never done any drugs. I know. So you can't say you've never done hard well, drugs. T- Tylenol is a drug. Oh my god. <laughs> Caffeine is a drug. Technically it is. Yes, alcohol is a drug. Um I've never like raced cars or dumb done anything like that. It's uh, I don't know. Lame. No, I'm just kidding. I ran through a red light once and there was a cop right next to it. And it was like the day that I got my license. Nice. And he let me off. Oh, that's good. Cuz it, it Did like, he pull you over? Well, I ran through a yellow light going fast because it was going to it changed and I knew it didn't. I had to make a split second decision right. of either to stop. Yeah, that's how driving works. Or go through it. And I went through it. And I went through it faster than I probably should have. Mm. Um, but I was dropping a friend off and I didn't notice there was a cop until we got to his place and then I was parked in a parking space in his apartment block. And the cop just pulled up behind us. And as I was trying to pull out, I realized there was a police officer behind me. And I nearly had a heart attack. Because I was like, oh, God, this is it. The first day I had my license, I'm going to lose it. And no one's ever going to let me have one ever again. And my parents are going to kill me. Yeah. And then, yeah, he took one look at the license the first day. And I was like, yeah, sorry. And he's like, okay, just keep it slow. 
and now I've never gotten a ticket after that. So lesson, well, lesson learned. Yeah. Scared the shit out of you early enough. Yeah. If you had to pack your bags and move away to a new country tomorrow, which one would it be? Um, Norway. All right. They have a very high standard of living. Yeah, um, I was thinking Sweden. So I mean. Sweden would also be a good choice. Um, I just want to visit Oslo really bad. So I would just go to Norway. And I think I, climate's not that much different. Um, just find a small town somewhere with like 30 people in it that I could live, <laughs> live in. That sounds good. Yeah. Well, that one was easy. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, I love this question. If you had to change your name, what would your new name be? Uh, Crazy Town Banana Pants. <laughs> Damien Hardcock. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't. That didn't even deserve any acknowledgement. Because it's, it's too good of a name. <laughs> no, it's not a good name. Only the last name is good, and only for a porn star. So Damien Damien Hardcock doesn't make sense. <laughs> Xavier Steeldick. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be like Hancock? Because that's like a legit last name. Alabaster Jones. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a black exploitation character. It does. It does. Would that also be your superhero name? <laughs> if if my superpower was having a dick made of steel, <laughs> yes, yes, it would be. It depends Dick's on what, I mean, it depends <laughs> what my power set is, right? Like that's yeah. that's totally dependent on on what it is I can do. Does Superman or do Superman and Lois Lane ever bone? Yeah. Haven't you ever seen Superman 2? No. The whole plot of that movie is Superman and Lois Lane have sex. But like she doesn't have a steel vagina. No. Well, he has to. He has to be really careful. He's really careful. So at that point, he's really good at controlling his powers. And I assume he does not ejaculate inside of her. Although that's actually not an assumption you can make because in the Superman Returns movie, which is the 2000 and (laughs) something um sequel to superman 2 okay um, which is negating the fact that superman 3 4 and 5 came out right yeah uh, because those movies are terrible superman 2 is not a good movie but it's it's serviceable i guess it still has that same kind of charm um but yeah so at the end of that movie they have sex but then at the very end of it superman realizes that he can't let lois lane know who he is anymore because it puts her in danger so he kisses her and erases her memory (laughs) which is apparently a power that he has that's like a huge dick move. It's a huge dick and move. And like, why wouldn't he do that to everybody? Just like... That's a good <laughs> That's a good point that lots of people have made. No one knows. Um, but then... Like, in, oh, this person <laughs> is starting to figure out who I am. Come here. In Superman... Or just sneak up on him. <laughs> in Superman Returns, which is a, a mid-2000s sequel to Superman 2, Lois Lane gives birth, has, has a young child who's like 10 years old or something like that. He's younger than that. He's maybe six or seven um but in this movie what's happened is superman has left earth um to go find what he believes is maybe the last remnants of krypton and maybe the last remnants of his people and he's been gone for almost a decade like i mean honestly just let it go man he gets back finds out that lois lane is married and has a kid um and then throughout the course of the movie puts one t- puts two and two together and realizes that it's his son. Right, realizes that the kid has a steel dick. Well, the kid throws yeah. a piano, a grand piano across the room at a bad guy and kills him. Cool. Yeah. Um, and Is so it the, a baby grand piano? Or just no, like, it's like a full-size grand piano. Okay, yeah. that matters to me. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, it could just be adrenaline. You know, when, like, the kids pick the cars up af- oh, like off of their mom? No, he hurls this across a room and kills yeah, the guy. Yeah, but I mean, like... That's more than adrenaline. All right. For a seven-year-old. <laughs> uh, realize that this is his son. 
And Lois Lane also realizes that because she sees it. And at no point does she think, hey, Superman, when did you rape me? Because uh, yeah. I don't remember having sex with you, but I'm pretty sure this kid is your son. Well, I mean, clearly it's a moot point. She and doesn't half, care. Half Kryptonian. Yeah. She wants him, so it doesn't matter. She right? does, but that's not she the She already has, has the... I will defend that, that Superman Returns movie. People say it's not very good. I think it does its best to capture the spirit of the original <laughs> Superman films. Yeah, okay, but the it's not about it do it trying hard it's either it's good or it's not good. i think it's a for effort and i think the movie is far better than people give it credit for i really enjoyed it all right whatever you say <laughs> have you ever saved a life uh yeah in a roundabout way i have uh, oh yeah i remember the story tell y- tell the audience at home uh, I had a friend who was dealing with pretty severe depression and she was uh, ready to, to kill herself. Oh, this was not the story I was thinking of. Oh, what story were you thinking of? Oh, the guy that you saw outside of playing games. Oh, the guy who got stabbed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really save his life. Well, I mean, kind of, a little bit. Uh, well, I'll tell that story after this. Uh, but yeah, I had a friend who was it was going to commit suicide and I basically did what little I could to prevent that from happening and she didn't um she seemed fairly serious about it uh so so yeah I I'm not I don't want to take credit for that like that wasn't me but I ended up eventually contacting her parents and everything and making sure that they understood what was going on um and calling hotlines and things like that and asking what I should do uh you're such a good person well I mean I did what anyone should do right like if that doesn't mean that they would do it no but i mean if you're presented with the opportunity and you have the ability to do anything in that kind of situation you should um and i was just a dumb kid i didn't really know what to do so i just did whatever i could um but yeah Uh, but yeah the guy who got so i was i was working at a job where i had to do um floor plans for closing video stores (laughs) um and, it, and part of it included going to the in exterior of the building and drawing a, a basically a scale drawing of what the outside of the building front looked like with their signage and all that shit. And while I was doing that in the middle of my job uh, in this parking lot at this fucking, it was like a mini mall basically, some guy, well two guys, uh, got into an altercation not too far away from me and one of them ended up getting stabbed pretty bad. Uh, I think it was a drug deal gone bad or something like that. I don't know. There's no way to know. That's just speculation on my part. Um, and I happened to be the closest person, so I was first responder. Guy was still standing, but the guy who stabbed him must have got an artery or something because he was bleeding pretty profusely, um, pretty badly, and had multiple cuts all over him. Um, I did what I could, but luckily there was a uh, walk-in clinic in that strip mall so I was able to just take him to the walk-in clinic and say, hey, this guy just got stabbed. Someone needs to help him, a medical professional, please. Um, I've had some first responder training, like some basic first aid stuff. It was a very, very like minor course. It wasn't, I got certified for it and everything like that, but but it was just your most basic. Like the, the big lesson that came, I got out of that course was the instructor saying, if you're the person that's first responder on there, things are already as bad as they can be. And there's pretty much nothing you can do to make it worse. Um, so just do whatever you can to, to make the situation Don't slightly move their better. Head. 
Like one of the things <laughs> someone asked is like if some if you see someone and like their brain is hanging out of their skull, should you put it back in their head? And I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a he, good point. He's like, yeah. their, their brain is supposed to be in their head. You should try and put it back in there and then compress it as much as you can. Um, but also, if someone's brain is hanging out of their skull, they're probably probably, probably dead and there's not much you can do. Like, yeah. first responders won't get there for minutes at best um, and there's nothing you can really do. So, at that point, doing anything is better than nothing. Fair enough. Um, and then, yeah, after that, uh, obviously the police wanted to talk to me because I got a really good look at the guy with the knife. Uh, luckily, it was kind of, it wasn't middle of the day, it was late afternoon, um, but I wasn't the only one in the parking lot at the time because he did start walking towards me when he saw me because I ran over immediately like an idiot. <laughs> uh, and then once he noticed that there were other people, he backed off and then drove away. Uh, I got his license plate. I got a really good look at him because he was maybe 10 feet from me. And, and ho- holding a knife. And holding a knife. Was he like brandishing it? Yeah. Well, I, I was. Laugh, I was more concerned about the knife than I was about like remembering his facial features. Yeah. But they they brought me into the station, um, showed me a lineup of photos, basically, told me do any of these guys look like the guy, and there was one that was him, and I was like, yep, that's it. That's and, the guy. And that's the guy that they got, as far as I understand. Good. I didn't really follow up with it too much. Um, it's weird. It didn't show up in the news or anything. I guess because nobody died. Yeah. I always find that really weird. Well, in our city, that's not uncommon. We probably don't report on every stabbing that happens. No. Do you have any weird or useless talents? Uh, Not really, no. <laughs> uh, All right, then. That ends the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, like no, I can't, kidding, I can't think more. of anything. Like, I can't. Like, I can't. I'm not double jointed. I don't. I can't do a weird whistle thing or anything like that. I don't really have any odd things about me that you would consider to be a talent. Um, nothing useful, anyway. Yeah, but I'm asking for useless. Oh, I have one of my a couple of the toes and one of my feet are deformed. But that's uh, not a talent. That's, not, that's what I'm saying. It's not a talent. It's just a feature. It's not a thing, right? Uh, it's a benefit. No, I, I really don't. Do you have any weird or useless talents? Um, I'm like, I'm a little double jointed. I can do like weird things with my fingers and like bend my, my, my thumb and my fingers back farther than the average bear. Um, <laughs> my, my elbows go farther than mm. other people's when I like stretch them out. Does being extremely flat footed count as a talent? Not if my toe thing doesn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, that's. I mean, like, I can do that really bad R2-D2 impression, but... That's it's, not, it's a really good R2-D2 impression. It's all right. See, mine's bad. I can't... That's pretty good. Sorry. My, my lips are so dry, I can't fucking whistle right now. <laughs> my lips are so dry, I cannot do it. Um, Oh, I feel like this one's a bit of a cop-out. What's the best movie you have ever seen? Who put this on there? I didn't put this on there. I must have. Um... The best movie I've ever seen is Jaws. And the worst movie you've ever seen? Uh, Paul, probably Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Blart, Paul Blart. <laughs> I'll accept it. Yeah. That's definitely a shitty ja- movie. Jaws, I think, Jaws is the best piece of filmmaking that I've ever seen, front to back. I bet, I bet you put this on here just because you wanted to talk about Jaws. No, I put it on there because I was grasping at straws for anything that I could, I could try and fill these lists with. Um, I didn't think we were actually going to 
give me the questions honestly well good um yeah i think front to back like from a writing perspective from film like camera work filmography um what about tootsie tootsie is in like the screenwriting uh, guild i don't even think i've ever seen tootsie you've never seen tootsie i'm i might have we should watch tootsie okay uh but like the dialogue in that movie is fucking incredible and it has no business being as good as it is. Mm. And and it just, I, I think front to back, like from every aspect, from the casting and the dialogue and the music and the effects, although they're primitive at the time were incredible and mind blowing um, and groundbreaking and they set the, the fucking pavement for everything that would come after it. And I, I just don't think anyone has ever made quite such a complete movie since then um that i I just i can't pick anything bad about it have you read the book no i've never actually read the book i should do that you should do that if if it's if it's the best movie you've ever seen might be worth reading the book 2001 a space odyssey would be a quick follow-up for that because again i think that's a a masterpiece of a film i think you tried to make me watch it and i fell asleep probably it's got some pacing issues but but i fall asleep during almost every movie though yeah um, you have like movie narcolepsy. Only here. Like I can <laughs> I can sit in a theater and watch movie. It's very warm in this room. It's hard to stay awake. Yeah. Um also you're like a heater. Yeah. Um ooh, I have the bonus question. Bonus question. Which is the, the one that you don't know. Bonus question worth 200 points. I feel like 200 points isn't enough for a bonus question. For 250 points. What? That would well, you don't know how, how, like, what's the maximum point scale? It could be a thousand. You don't know. It could be a million. How many points do I need to win? Ten bajillion. Okay, well, then yeah, <laughs> that's not very much then. Okay. Um, now, in we've been researching questions for mm-hmm. the master list. And one that I came across is um, made me really excited to ask it to you. Okay. And it was on one of those sites that's like, 250 really great deep conversation starters. Okay, <laughs> so what what animal would you most like to eat? <laughs> uh, I, I, I know I built up to that. It's probably just like not super interesting, but I thought that that was pretty great. Like I really like beef. Beef is really good. Yeah? <laughs> you just want to eat a cow? I just want to eat a cow. Um you could eat any animal. What about a dinosaur? Like, yeah, like a T-Rex or something, <laughs> right? Like that's the answer. Yeah. A dodo bird. <laughs> <laughs> What's extinct? Yeah. That one. Find the, find the last remaining dodo bird that's living underground somewhere. Kill it and fry it up. Um, what about alligator? Yeah, that seems mundane. People eat alligator all the time. Yeah. I've had kangaroo. Like Yeah, like a giraffe or something? That just seems... Alleg- I have I'm a hard trying time. to think of an animal that would probably taste good, but I don't know what that would be. Well, for me, I'm just more thinking of like douchebag animals. Like, I don't give a fuck about kangaroos because they're super mean. I've always wanted to try seal. That's just cruel. Whatever. No, I'm look, just kidding. Look, why? I, I why get, seal? Uh, par- like, which seal? <laughs> I think that's the important question. <laughs> On a scale of one to seal's teeth. <laughs> How white is the seal? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I've, I've heard stories about people who eat seal and they're like, th- the reason that the people who live in Nunavut and stuff like that, the reason that they can survive in that environment is because of the diet that they eat. And a big part of that is seal meat. That's all 
blubber. Yeah, like apparently it, it like when you eat it, you feel hot inside. Like it makes you like burning warm. Well, uh, sounds like booze. Kind of, yeah, or like smoking cigarettes or something. Apparently, from what people tell me about smoking cigarettes, I don't think that's what smoking cigarettes. I don't know. Like. People sometimes tell me they do it to keep warm. I don't know why they would say that. In Winnipeg, uh, that's a really dumb thing. It's a really dumb thing. I'm gonna go outside minus forty so I can smoke a cigarette Fuck to feel shit. warm. Uh, but yeah, that's seal. I, I would just like I would just like to try it one time. But that's a boring answer because that's a thing I could theoretically do. Like I could, I could book a vacation where my whole goal is to go eat seal meat. Yeah. Um, I want to do the polar bear tours in Churchill. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, I mean, like, but also I don't because it'll be really cold. But like, also I just want to see polar bears. Going far north in Manitoba is pretty cool, uh, both literally and figuratively. Um, it's it's like a whole different country up there. It's like a different planet, really. I really like it, though. Too easy to seal. I should go back. Yeah, absolutely, I would. I I know people are against it. Um, I never really understood that. Like, we're not talking about about like social norms. Yeah, it, it's a survival thing, and it's a traditional thing. And are seals endangered? Is that why people are upset about it? Mm. I don't know. If they're endangered, then that's one thing. But if it's just, well, we think these animals are cute, so we shouldn't beat them to death with clubs. Yeah. That's different. Th- these people are doing it usually to survive. So I, I like it's a different culture. They need to do it. Uh, but then at the same point, I'm like, I don't want to kill dolphins either because I think they're incredibly intelligent creatures. But then we start getting to the point of where do we draw the line? And I, I don't s- know. <laughs> Whenever people talk about how smart dolphins are, I think of that Simpsons episode. I think it might have been a treehouse of horrors or something. When, when they take over. Yeah, when they take over. That scares the bejeebus out of me. I mean, it, like, they're also terrible rapists, so... That's pretty fucked up. Six to one, half a dozen the other, right? Yeah, well, I mean, like, they're pretty close to humans then. <laughs> they are. Because, I mean, like... A lot of people who are already terrible are, are rapists. rapists. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to think of like something really weird. Okay, what animal wouldn't you eat? Mm. Or what do you think would be like the worst one? Like rats. Yeah, but it depends on the kind of rat. If it was like fancy rats, something really like thing. something really tough. Like I imagine like a lion, like just because they're just built out of muscle. Mm. I imagine it would be it almost impossible to. Maybe, yeah. I, I imagine it would be almost impossible to actually chew through the meat. Um, so something like an elephant I wouldn't probably eat. Again, because mm-hmm. elephants are very smart. Um, and also I doubt that they would taste very good. What about owls? I bet owls don't actually have that much meat on them. No. Yeah, more feathers. They're pretty lithe birds underneath all that. Mm. Bald eagle. Bald eagle. <laughs> Merca. I wouldn't eat a loon. No. They're too too pretty. I don't think I I need a loon. I don't think. Well, I mean, I don't think I've ever eaten duck. I have. It's not the best. I don't know. I, I would probably do it again, but it's too gamey for my taste. My cats have eaten duck. I wouldn't eat a cat. I would not eat a cat. They're as filthy well. animals. Wouldn't yeah. put it in my mouth. Well, I watch them lick their own assholes all the time. So, yeah. like, I'm pretty pretty certain I don't I don't want to eat that. <laughs> um also they i uh hairballs did you ever watch this what there was that one show 
um, like My Strange Addiction, I think is what it was. And this woman would like eat her own hair. And then she had like a big, massive hard hairball, hairball in her stomach. And they had to like surgically remove it. I just imagine her like actually throwing up hairballs like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's no, so gross. I, I saw the one where the woman eats chalk. Oh, I saw one where she eats cat. Where <laughs> I imagine they're all different women. She she ate cat food or cat treats, yeah. and and it took like a, like even after the doctors say like you can't live off of this. Yeah. Or one one woman ate like uh like the powdered Clorox uh like bleach like the stuff that you use f- to like clean your toilet and shit. And she's alive. A shoot, I guess. Um, I don't think they did a follow up because she's yeah. probably pretty fucked up now, but. The worst one I saw was the woman who just sniffed gasoline. Yeah. She just had jars of gasoline everywhere around her house and she would just periodically grab one and start sniffing at it a little bit and then put it down. And they're like, you're doing like serious brain damage here and you're going to die like soon. So you should stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a strange addiction. That's just addiction. That's just an addiction. Um, What does your own personal hell look like? Paul Blart Mall Cop. Like the movie? Like just sitting there watching that movie. <laughs> it's just a movie on 24-7. Everywhere you look, it's on. You can't close your eyes. If you close your eyes, it like shocks you or something. It's still playing in your eyelids. <laughs> uh, my own personal hell is a version of our world that is completely intolerant and backwards. So um, like Texas. Well, Actually, Texas isn't that bad. But. It's it's like it's my my hell is a version of the world that could exist if we let it. Um, one where we are segregated and even more so than we are now. Um, more upset about things like race and gender and all that crap. I mean, I mean, I could go with like the like yeah, like a literal hell where everything is pain and suffering all the time. Yeah, mine would be like little Nikki style. Yeah. 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 Uh, but but yeah, like shoving a pineapple up, up Hitler's asshole kind of thing. Yeah, my no, my personal hell is one where, one where I truly don't fit in, just because of the way I think or the, or who I am as a person, and I I really do have, like no one to to relate to or talk to or or do anything with because I'm I'm totally and completely alone. That's my personal hell, and I've done everything I can in my life to not do that. If you were on the run from the coppers. For a crime you didn't commit, where would you go? Uh, would you escape? Would you, like, how would you try to escape? I would go as far as I needed to to escape being caught. Well, what does that even mean, though? Well, but not far enough that I wouldn't be able to then, on my own, track down the person who framed me and bring them to justice. So you gotta bring them to justice. I have to. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far, honestly. I would do I would do everything that I could to disappear for a while, um, but only in service of my plot to gain revenge on whoever did this to me. Right. So I would so like a really cool around. movie. Yeah. Okay. Basically. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. Um. The fugitive essentially is what I'm describing, everyone. Yeah, that's that's what it sounds like. Or the fugitive two, which is not called the fugitive two. It's called. U.S. Marshals, uh, the fugitive again. It's basically <laughs> it basically is the same plot to the fugitive. <laughs> um, what animal would be the most terrifying if it could speak? Dogs and cats, fuck for sure. Uh, could you imagine? Those are like little things that are in. I wouldn't your say life. terrifying. I'd say that they're the most annoying and they'd have the most impact on your life if they could speak. 
Um, but not terrifying. Maybe cats. Cats might be scary. The crows. <sighs> yeah, like some apex predator. If a fucking if a fucking gorilla, <laughs> like a silverback gorilla, walked up on me, and was like, "Hey, man, got a light." Yeah. <laughs> you know what time it is? And I'd be like, uh, uh, "4 p.m." Wrong. It's ass kicking time. And then he just crushed my head with his fucking gorilla mm. hands. That'd be scary because they're they're close enough to us that we can kind of relate to them and we see parts of our like ancestry of like the human race in them. Yeah, but you're talking about like just a gorilla coming up to you on the street in bumfuck nowhere. Like, well, I mean, in my silly scenario, yeah. But even if it was like we have this gorilla in a cage in a zoo somewhere, but he's speaking perfect English or not even perfect English. It would probably be worse if it was not perfect English. If it was just good enough <laughs> that he could communicate with yep, us broken. verbally, yeah. um, that we could understand him and we knew he understood us, mm-hmm. that would be terrifying because that's showing a level of cognition that now we have to start asking real hard questions about how we treat these animals uh, and what their place is in the world and what rights they have. That would be terrifying. I'm changing my answer. Okay. Um, I think things... I think things, apparently. Um, rodents of some sort. So maybe like mice or <laughs> rats. Hamster. Something that something that would just like scurry by and just be like, like fuck you, John. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they would fuck with you. Squirrels would talk really fast and it would be really annoying. <laughs> yeah, it would be like squirrely. What was, do you remember that, that thing? That, that cartoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like, a weird cartoon. It was really weird. Yeah, I think like rodents that would like fuck with you. Because they can and they can hide, and then it would like make everyone go crazy. Um, or snakes, like from Jungle Book. Yeah, snakes is a good, good answer. Um, what was your last Google search? We can find out. Yeah, no cheating. Uh, Mine was songs about dogs. <laughs> well, I have six open Google tabs on my phone right now, so I can do the last six. Um. The technical specs for the Google Pixel phone. The technical specs for the Samsung Galaxy 7. Uh, what is the oldest nation in the world? San Marino, as it turns out, in Japan. Good to know. Uh, well, San Marino, Japan, or China. It's a toss-up, according to Wiki. And then some anime stuff, but that's about it. <laughs> well, why you didn't? why didn't you read through the rest? I'm sure the, Nar- the Naruto... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, Justin and I went out for ramen the other day, and I've never had ramen before. Um, and they have a thing in a lot of those ramen called Naruto, which is also the name of a really popular anime, in case you didn't know. And I never really made that connection before, because the main character in Naruto, whose name is Naruto, eats Naruto. <laughs> and I never knew what Naruto was, and it turns out it's like ground-up fish they've made into these little patties with, they look like mints, basically, with a red swirl inside of them. Um, didn't have it, but you know, it was there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the most interesting one is the oldest nation in the world. I don't know why I was looking that up. Probably one of the things I was doing when I couldn't sleep. Possibly. Okay. This is the last one I have. Have you ever sent anyone nude pictures? We talked about this yesterday. Only by request. (laughs) Only by request. Never unsolicited, which you should never do. No random dick pics? No. Good call. If someone doesn't ask you for a dick pic, you shouldn't send a dick pic. And even if they ask you, you should really question yourself about who you're sending it to and what the consequences are of you sending it. 
Yikes. And use Snapchat if you have to because you theori- can tell if they theoretically <laughs> theoretically it disappears after a while. Yeah, but you can tell if they uh, screenshot it at you, least. You can. You know if they saved it. I mean, there is a way around that. Someone should make a Snapchat that actually does what Snapchat says it does, which is actually delete photos after you send them and not, like somehow disable the ability to make screen caps. I don't know how you would do that. Uh, That'd be nice. But yeah, I have done it. I'm not proud of it. I don't get it's different for girls like I don't imagine a lot of women out there are like oh yeah I just want to see all these dicks because dicks aren't attractive like they're fucking hideous well also you could just use the internet yeah but I mean you could say the same thing about guys like uh, like if I wanted to see a naked woman I could literally type the word naked woman into any internet browser and I would get results so why why would I like so then why do we send why do people send dick pics? It's a psychological thing. It's it's. You uh, want someone to laugh at it, your dick? It, no, it's a connection thing, right? It's like, like, hey, this is my dick lady. Well, the idea. <laughs> this is, is my dick lady. <laughs> the idea is that you have someone on the other end receiving that who apparently wants to see that, and that's like a turn on sexual thing, right? Um, being desired is a is a thing, and there's a human connection there. Whereas, looking up pornography on the internet doesn't have that connection it's it's, right. it's very much disconnected from the human experience um it's where we're at our lowest basest possible selves and we're lonely and we want to see someone and vulnerable and vulnerable and it's nice to have someone on the other end of that that wire looking at your dick looking at your dick or you know doing whatever yep but also you should never do it because it's in the cloud it's now. in the cloud now and that, <laughs> that shit never goes away well i mean it will eventually but <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> Is that all we got? That's all I got. That's all we got. All right. All right. Well, we're we're doing pretty good. Um, so still working on the list. Going to hopefully fill it out with more things. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions for questions, um, feel free to email us at uh, lnthypodcast at gmail.com. I have been getting a couple of emails. Uh, I can read one of them right now, actually. We got an email from Danny, uh, who we've talked about in the show before. Uh, he and Chelsea do What's the Narrative on UMFM every Sunday night. You guys can check them out. Um, they have a different theme. Uh, he sent us he sent us a couple of emails. The last one was in regard to my solo podcast uh, two weeks ago, which thank you, Danny, for writing in. Uh, he said, uh, the podcast this week was well done. Keep it up and don't feel the need to apologize so much. Uh, it didn't feel it didn't feel very <laughs> depressing. It was poignant and well opinionated, but coming from a good place um, to counter the negative subject. So thank you, Danny. Um, I do my best, you know that kind of thing. It's hard. That that sh- that, yeah. that show was very personal, and I didn't articulate everything that I wanted to because I was so caught up in my own bullshit, and I didn't prepare as much as I should have. I had other points that I wanted to make there, but it was very real. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's important about this show is that it's very real and unstaged and good. Well, one thing that I really like about you is how personal um, you take things about the human race, like about the general population. Yeah, I got to work like on you're, that. You're very, you're very passionate about it, and it's so it's interesting to hear you to hear you speak about things like that. Hopefully, I won't have to do another one like that. Um, hopefully, the rest of this year is totally fine. <coughs> Do you hear that Stuart McLean passed away? Yeah. Yeah. Our American listeners probably won't know who Stuart McLean is, but he was a radio host of a show called Vinyl okay. Cafe, uh, which is a basically a spoken story show 
uh, where he writes these stories about this small town family. Well, they were in a small town family, but a very kind of basic suburban family um, getting to wacky situations and, I think they're books now too. Like yeah, yeah, they they, they compiled a bunch of them into into books, and you mm-hmm. can buy them on disc and things like that. Um, and it was something that my family did as a group whenever we were going for long drives out to um, Steinbach and things like that. We would listen, and that show would usually be on. And it was something my mom and dad really loved, um, and something I I liked and enjoyed as well. Um, and it's just a shame he was only like sixty five or sixty seven years old. Um, I don't know how he died exactly. I didn't really look into it. I just heard that it happened and was bummed out about it. So uh, hearts and minds go out to his family and all the fans and everything like that. Um, unreplaceable like that. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that show is going to continue because I don't think you could. Um, it was it was so much about him and about who he was. And that's a, that's a real bummer. But but those shows will exist and continue to exist in perpetuity. Uh, and, and you guys should go and check it out if you have it available to you. I'm sure it's in podcast form out there somewhere because it's the modern age and everything is. Uh, and it's produced by the CBC. So The CBC. CBC, Canadian Broadcast Center. Um, so that's it for us. Thank you guys again for listening. Signing off. On this, the February 18th, <laughs> 2017. Uh, it's a Saturday. Podcast probably won't go up tonight because I'm not going to have time to edit it, but I'll have some time tomorrow and we'll we'll get that up for you guys to listen to. Um, look forward to two weeks from now when we're back again. Maybe I'll have Chelsea back on. Maybe I'll have another guest. Maybe it'll just be me. Who knows? Uh, if we've learned anything, it's that I shouldn't say I'm going to do something on here because <laughs> I'm obviously not planning anything. And who we'll knows? See. Maybe I'll be sick again, and that'll be real fun. That'll suck. Thank you for indulging me, Chelsea. Thank you for coming in today and joining me as my favorite guest. You're welcome. I will see you guys later. Have an excellent night. We sit side by side in every class Teacher thinks that I sound funny But she likes the way you sing Tonight I'll dream while I'm in bed When silly thoughts go through my head About the bugs and alphabet When I wake tomorrow I'll bet That you 